All right, y'all. We back at it. Welcome back to another episode of the Uncommon Crew. Let's go. It's your host, Sir Larry. Got my man Jay Ice in the building. You already know. You know we got Miss Josie. Jojo. And the one and only Michaela. Hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. We back. Let's get it. Let's get it. How's everybody been in this hot weather? Very busy, nonetheless. Staying busy? Man. I've been staying inside. You know, I ain't going nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't going nowhere. Once we get under 100, you'll see me back outside. Mm. Yeah, it's It's been over. It's been hot. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Man. So how's everybody, you know, we might know we've been talking about just everyday life. How's everybody's spiritual journey been going? You know, where's everybody? You know, how's church been going? How's you been prayed up, worshiping? How, how's everybody doing? Mm. I've been going to church. Hey. <laughs> hey. Amen. Amen. I've been going, but uh, I, I no didn't go last that. week. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I you took know, a week off. But took, you know, even, even the Lord had rest. You know, that's what I do. If I don't go, I'm just really just resting. Okay. okay. So I don't try to just miss it, but. Okay. And I actually did my first, like, I really don't do online church. I have, but I did an online church service, and I was actually proud of myself. Like, I sat through it. I didn't get up or had any, like, distractions. Oh, so you were locked in. So yeah, getting, I was locked in yeah. at home. That, that's good, because sometimes <laughs> in the online service, you sometimes you're at home, you're like, you know what? You may do some stuff that you're not used to doing when you actually physically go to church. So sometimes, you, you know, it is really good to lock in and make sure you receive the word and you know, take your notes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just wanted to try it because I've been wanting to try it just to see how it is because sometimes, some Sundays, my kids are with their dad and it, it was nice to just not get in the car and have to drive to church. Like, it was nice to make my coffee, set up my little mm-hmm. table, like those, what are they called? Like portable tables that you have in... The you, TV tables? Yeah, like a TV table. Yeah. And it was cool. That's made good. my breakfast and I watched the online service. Okay. Okay, that's real good. No, you know, I think it's very important. You know, we definitely have to stay grounded. You know, I think a big thing where we, where we lack sometimes is being one foot in the world and one foot in the word. Mm. You know, where we're, all our attention is not in faith, our, all our attention is not filled with growing our spirituality. You know, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, struggle with that. I mean, I, I can say for myself some things I struggle with, you know. With being one foot in the world and one foot in the world is, you know, my music. Yeah. You know, sometimes I sometimes you, you just want to listen to, you know, you just want to listen to your, uh, you know, you want to listen to that that gangster. You know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes you want to listen to that, and then sometimes you want to have your R and B where you like just in another mode, and you know, and you know, sometimes I've I'm, I've been working on, you know, for sure in the mornings I, I always in the mornings I always listen to. Um, some gospel in the mornings to get my day going. But making sure I end off my nights like that as well is very important, you know, because you're going to sleep and, you know, whatever's in your spirit can, uh, you know, can come through you at night times and, you know, you want to be prayed up and you want to have good and positive, you know, energy around you, mm-hmm. for sure. What, what do y'all, some things y'all battle with being, you know, knowing stuff that is of the world and maybe not of the word? 
So wait, do you ever have like a moment like when you're like listening to Christian music and then you just want to change it to like some rap and then you do change it to some rap and then you're like, oh wait, I can't listen to you and you change it back to the Christian song? Nah, nah, I always start off like if that's what I'm listening to, I'm just, that's what I'm listening to pretty much my whole car ride. But if I'm listening to rap, like sometimes I'm just at the house and you know, you just some, you're in that mode where you just want to listen to like some gangster rap or something or you want to listen to some old school and it may not be the best lyrics, you know, obviously that's all getting to your spirit, but it's just like in those modes, you know, in those moments, you enjoy that and, you know, so I think that's that's something I've been battling with and wanting to, or I've been needing to make an adjustment with for sure, you know. So I know, I know for me, like when it comes to like music and stuff like that, because that does take a, I feel like it does play a huge part in your energy, your, Man. your you know, like, your personality in a, in a way like yeah. if you're gonna be in a good mood or a bad mood so like i try to keep the secular music you know what i'm saying in yeah. a certain genre like when i'm working out i can't i can't listen to christian music bro <laughs> i can't do it bro it's just something about like i gotta hear some like some some yeah, hard it's, it's like something hard to get you hype yeah you know? and i you know i was i'm saying like for some reason, I'm like I've been kind of like searching on my right now. I've been like on a journey for some like because I know there's Christian music and there's gospel rap out there that get that can get you hype, you know, yeah. and trying to figure out. So if you have any suggestions, but it's not the same. It, <laughs> I just feel like it's not the same. But in in the same sense though, like I don't listen to secular music like just on the on the drive on the chill. I try to definitely listen to some Christian yeah. something, yeah, for sure, some gospel okay. or you know something that's not like promoting violence and. Yeah, all of this uh, other foolishness that everyone's pushing. Yeah, so it's it's easy to get lost in the world, man. It's so easy. Is there anything y'all battle with? Like it's just like it doesn't even have to just be music. You know, it could be Hot like girl summer. <laughs> well, I didn't even know that was a battle. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I listen to all types of music though. Like I okay. listen a lot to. I love country. I love. Um, I do love rap, and I do love like reggaeton, colombianos, norteños, tejano. Uh, so I mean, a lot of them mm-hmm. is not bad music. It's you know talk about real life situations, real stories, like or just a story in general. Yeah, I feel like so, that's, that's the that's the. I feel like that's an easy way for the enemy to really like deceive us because like you don't really think about like the music you listen to, how it can affect you in your mind and your mindset. Your oh, mind state. Completely. I feel like people just listen to it just, oh, because I like the beat, but they don't really listen to what they like digesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I've heard someone say that music is the only thing that doesn't, well, not the only thing, but one of the things that doesn't need permission to enter your soul. You can just listen to it and you, mm-hmm. you, you have a feeling about it as soon as you hear it. There's no, there's no break in between. Like if I hear, a, you know, if you hear your, your song that you like, you're immediately dancing, doing something, thinking about something. And, but my struggle right now mostly has been about my dedication to my physique because in my weight loss journey, I've lost about 15 pounds since last year. Okay. And I feel like I found myself dedicating myself more to that than keeping up with my spiritual journey. Because what you said about your morning routine, trying to focus on that, I can't do that right now. Okay. I can't. I can't listen to devotionals every morning because one i'm trying to still wake up but mornings are the only time especially with how hot it is in texas right now that i have to work out and get that done so if i don't then i'm not going to get it done for the day and it's going to really bother me yeah because i have i'm so used to doing it now so used to going out running and looking the way i do and now i feel like 
the way I look now is 100% the way I want to. Yeah. And I never thought I would achieve this kind of body that I have now. So now I'm so focused on maintaining that, that if it was taken away from me, such as what Pastor Watson talked about at our church this past weekend, what your Isaac is, whatever you love in the world mm-hmm. so much that you wouldn't want God to take away from you, it would be my ability to maintain my physique for sure. Yeah. That's I mean, that's true. I mean, that's that's a big battle. So, what do you do to create time and space to make sure you are rooted spirituality? You know, in your you know in your spirit, and you know you are you know having that connection and commitment to God. Like, what are you doing to stay rooted? I wouldn't say that I figured that out yet with exercise, but in general, staying rooted spiritually, one is allow yourself to get persecuted by others, and I do this because. I know that dealing with difficult people, relating to people who disagree with you is only going to mature you even more. So I feel like I get a lot of that when I serve at my church because people can irritate me very quickly, if I'm being really honest. And I keep going because I know it's for my good and I know I should be working on that part of myself. So I get that from, for example, serving at church or even at work sometimes if I deal with difficult colleagues or if I'm dealing with difficult customers, I have an opportunity to respond biblically in love. And secondly, I would say receive correction, be ready to receive correction when necessary. Even though our culture does not like to be told what to do, we don't like authority, I find that Whenever someone wants to critique you, even if it's bad criticisms, we all can learn from something that we're doing. Something that someone else perceives in us can always benefit us in the long run. And it's even biblical, Proverbs 15 was talking about those who, um, those who are ready to learn um, are wise, those who are ready to receive correction are wise. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, that's, you know, you gotta be able to receive it. You gotta be able to listen, you know. I, I mean, I. Yeah, you do have to be open to be able to receive, you know, the correction and critiques and criticism and things like that. But I feel like also an important thing to make sure that you're growing in your spiritual journey is like you got to prioritize it. Like you literally got to put it in your schedule. I think just like you prioritize, you know, eating every day when you're going to eat dinner, lunch or whatever like that. You need to prioritize when you're going to eat spiritually. Yeah. Um, Prioritize how you work out. You want to keep your physique, all that. You know what I'm saying? You also got to prioritize. You know when you're just gonna spend that time with the with the Lord. So, yeah. I think a lot of times we just kind of go with the flow of it. We don't actually be trying to be intentional to spend certain time. If you got a girl, a lady, or a dude, or something like that, like you gonna make sure that you spend time with them. Yeah. So it's that we gotta be that we gotta keep that same mind frame when it comes to the Lord. Yeah. Are we? Are we? Are we? Are we really gonna want to spend time with them? Just kidding. I mean, you would want. You should. You should want to. I mean, that's the only thing that's gonna fulfill you. I mean, would you rather spend your time with somebody that's or something that's not gonna fulfill you? I mean, a lot of people do. That's what we be pushing. Well, not us, but that's what the culture pushes. I think that's why you got a lot of people that are lost and looking for you know objects or or people to to fulfill them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm looking yeah. for replacements. Yeah. No, that's. I mean, that's the most important thing. We can't be lukewarm Christians. We can't sit on the fence. For sure. It's easier said than done, though. Absolutely. You know, I feel like the society is filled with, like, lukewarm Christians. You don't really see a whole bunch of, like, well, it's, it's, Christians going to hold, especially in, like, the... It's a battle every day. I mean, we're so we're so caught up in our everyday life that we're so focused. Like, so many things pull us. You have family. You have, you know, work. You have ways of, like, trying to make sure 
like you know like you said the pastor was saying like what is your isaac what is thing you're not you don't want to give up like for me i feel like you know you want to make sure you're how can i make more money and making sure that's like such a priority but am i prioritizing that over god like i, I definitely can't do that i make I have to make you know make time just like i'm making time to do everything in my schedule like you know work going to hoop going to hang out going to spend time with family like i got to prioritize you know making sure i'm staying rooted with god you know so things for me life definitely do is i implemented how you said just kind of like listening to gospel in the morning making sure i pray first thing in the morning and the last thing i do before i go to bed building my community you know, I, I'm like getting people around me to hold me accountable. You know, for me, that's very important so I can stay rooted and stay grounded and not to be a lukewarm Christian, you know. I don't come from like, believe it or not, I'm one of the youngest and I'm probably like the one that attends church more and seeks God more like my family does. And, you know, they, you know, they're working in, 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 on their own path. But um, I guess my kids motivate me. But I've always looked for church. I've always looked for God. Even my son asked me, he's like, why do you want to go to church? You don't always have to go to church. You know, you can watch online or there's other ways you can spend time with God. And I don't know. It's just something about being around everyone. And just at that moment, even though there is lukewarm Christians there, I don't know. It's just the energy that, oh, yeah. that yeah. Um, Fellowship. it just, yeah, that it just does something to me. Like, and I tell my son, like, you can't deny that feeling. Like, oh. and you can't tell me that that feeling has ever made you feel any type of bad or any type of negative. Like, it's always been a great feeling. Like, you literally, like, I feel like I walk out of church, like, I just had, like, a fresh breath air and or yeah. breath of air and or like a nice salad like it's just yeah very healthy for you and that's uh, biblical too you know it says not. we're supposed to fellowship oh, with yeah. the saints we're hold and on, we're humans on. turn the light on yeah we good though so when we come back Michaela, say what you gotta say okay we're gonna try this out if it don't work we gonna just we just gonna rock with it this next time around <laughs> But all right, cool. Michaela Sayers thing, I'm gonna say something. And that's biblical too to be going to church in person because we're we're supposed to be fellowshipping with the saints, but we're also human. We need to be able to relate to each other because that is a need we have not to you know isolate ourselves from the community of other believers. And when I think about lukewarm Christians, something that Tony Evans said that resonated with me was there are people who believe in God and people who believe God. And what that made me think was. There are people who have read God's resume, but there are all, versus people who have inter interviewed God for themselves. And you have to figure out which one are you. Do you want that relationship with him, which is ultimately, ultimately what Christianity is about, relationship with the Lord? Or do you just study him and you hear about him, but you don't know him personally? So I personally feel like I could spend a lot more time in prayer so that I can grow that intimacy with God more. Yeah, I always like to use analogies because I always see it as like because ever since like COVID and things like that, like everything has kind of gone like online and digital. So you see a lot of people like, oh, I just go to church online. But I don't feel like that's still the best practice to have. I mean, even if you were trying to get in the best shape of your life, of course, you could work out at your house. You could find like some online class or whatever. But is it really going to give you the drive, the motivation? I think it's just something about being around other like minded people. It just helps push you to like want to you know grow in whatever area you're trying to go to so at church like when you're around other believers i mean people in there don't have it all figured out people in there are struggling and trying to you know get their life right so 
Mm-hmm. I think it also, also even being in that environment will also help motivate you to be like, oh, look, like there's other people that are struggling. There's other people that aren't perfect. There's other people that make mistakes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and there you're able to find like a community that are like-minded. So yeah. I just think like we have gotten a little lazy in today's <laughs> culture just watching online. Like back before all of this, you had to go to church. You know what I'm saying? Like most most of us, like, you know what I'm saying? Parents forced us to go to church in the mornings. You know what I'm saying? So now that we have online, I feel like, especially with this generation, we're, everything, we're just so used to having things at the comfort of our own home. So I think that also, like, sets us up because we don't, we're not able to build that community. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree to a certain extent. I, I believe that to a, to a level that you can't, that can't be your only way. But I do, for, you know, for, believe for people who are just getting back in the word or people who are you know not who aren't don't have a relationship with god like you know getting you know your your foot you know you're getting your feet wet into getting back spiritually it's okay you know it's you know it's not going to deter you from you know having that relationship you know you, that's very important you know so if you're you know if you're listening online yeah great keep keep listening online i feel like make, that should make, be that last make, option though no i mean but make sure you, you you're progressing spiritually so your next step is your next goal would be you know what i want to go to church Okay, now I'm going to church. The next thing I want to do is become a member. Okay, now I'm a member. The next thing I want to do is become in a life group. I want to be a member. I want to have, have a community around me. Like, it's all steps to it, you know? So if you are someone who does listen online, I mean, you know, you always want to make sure your game plan is what you're doing next. So, I mean, I, I, I think it's okay. I've been there before where you watch online or maybe you don't have a church in your area that you feel like you want to. You want to attend you f- and you just feel like you have a home church somewhere else, you know? So yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of it has to just be convenience, comfortability. So, I mean, hey, Joe, maybe you need to get your boys up early Sunday morning. Both all y'all need to go to church. Woo-hoo. Be uncomfortable a little bit. First of all, they might like it. First of all, <laughs> they might like it. First, not the directs. <laughs> first of all, they know us at church personally just by when they see my face. You don't know how many people tell me hi and how many people. My kids run up to and hi, how you doing? Hi, it's me again. Another Sunday. Yeah, one thing we want to make sure we don't do as Christians is or judge people who are just beginning to walk in their faith. So we want to accept people for where they at. You know, we want to motivate and push people to be in that direction. So if you are just listening online, again, make that a goal. Next step is to actually go to church. You know, so next step would be then to. Once you're going, get locked in with that church. Get committed to that church. Next step would be then to make sure you're active in a community at the church, in a life group somewhere. We got a lot of people that they don't even really believe in going to church, though. Like, you got a lot of people that are, like, spiritual. Oh, I'm spiritual. I have my own relationship. How do you feel about that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like I, one thing to say, yeah, y'all need to go to church. But I just feel like that's, well, that's it I, don't really, like, hit like that no more. I mean, the Bible specifically talks about fellowship, so you are missing that piece. Yeah, you can be spiritual, and you, as long as you're, you know, you, you know, you have the right spirits that you're bringing in. Because I don't, you know, every, you, you don't know what everybody deems spiritual, but if you, you know, if you're of a believer in a faith, you know, yeah, I mean, it's okay to be spiritual, but you also want to be religious as well. You also want to make sure you are, you know, fellowshipping, going to church, you mm-hmm. know, worshiping God. You want to make sure you're relational as well. When you say spiritual. Demonic forces are spiritual too, so mm. you need mm. to clarify with me because you sound like a disobedient Christian if you just say spiritual. Not a disobedient Christian. Uh, break it down for. Mm. Break it down for. You need to be relational. 
Absolutely. People are quick to throw that spiritual. I feel like that's the fakest. Like, I feel like if you're spiritual, you're not really like serious. I've never said that. I'm spiritual. I only hear that from guys. I hear that from girls. No, I've, I've heard that from. I've heard, <laughs> heard that from a lot of women. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've heard that from a lot of women that say they're just spiritual. I mean, it's. But I think that's a way for people to be like to just kind of give them an excuse from like they're they're the one foot in and one foot out, right? So much room for it's error. So, it's so much room for vague. anything to come into that with not being clearly defined. Where you just I'm just spiritual. What is that? Is that like McKenna saying? What does I that live mean? by my own rules. Yeah, basically you you've got your own type of like relationship, religion, or whatever. Yeah. They say like, oh, I have my own special relationship with God. He knows my heart. And all but that if that they stuff, don't know right? any better, if they really don't know any better. Like, when they do find that word and they do decide, like, hey, I've been, like, this is the way I'm supposed to, you know. Yeah. Then it's still, you know, there's still, what's that word? I'm then they need to be ready to see correction. Yeah. Yeah. When necessary. Yeah. I mean, again, like I said, the whole point of, of, you know, what we're talking about is being one foot in, one foot out. I mean, there's so many things that we take up in in that, right? There's a lot of, but a big thing that, you know, the crave of culture was to cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Right where we, you know, we'll just use example like Kanye West was a person we tried to cancel recently. Lizzo, uh, they were trying Kyrie. to cancel Lizzo. Yeah, she's yeah. been what, she R. Was? Kelly and some folks. Yeah, we're well, Kelly some, some regards some sexual harassment details, but yeah, they, hey, it's Lizzo. Um, Kyrie, I was about to say, ain't nobody about to like try to go on with Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> she's she, to get the kids. You, you know, I, I mean, I don't know how deep it's going to go, but she's one of the I most recent. I yeah, do some research. So, you know, we, we, we want to make sure, I know, like, in this culture is, you know, I think we have a knack as a society to, to want to cancel somebody. Like, have you, you know, just in regards, have you guys just, anybody just canceled somebody that you had in your life that you, you know, you guys really close with, something happened, something, t- something took place where you're like, you know what, I'm no longer dealing with this person and they're canceled in my life? Yes. I mean, I think more on JoJo, relationships. JoJo canceled dudes all, every day. <laughs> I'm sorry. You gotta be more specific. Like, are they just like people that you don't have no like attachments to? People who you don't really are not gonna communicate with anymore for whatever reason. I mean, but what if there's no really like strong relationship? I don't think that's canceling because I just choose not to engage with some people. Exactly. So if you block somebody, that's canceling, right? I don't ever block. Okay. Just let it ring. My mm. voice smells full anyways. So you cancel in your own way. Well, I, I would say more so of like canceling. It's a, on a more extreme level, not being like, oh, I barely know this person. I don't, we don't have really contact. It's not that deep. But if it's not like something where you had a, a real personal connection or someone that's in the spotlight or someone you're just like, you know, kind of tearing down in essence to be like, oh, this person isn't who they say they are. And let's, we, need to, we, we need to stop being with this person. We need to stop being around this person. Like kind of essentially canceling that person. Have you guys done that? In essence, to someone, it could be a friend, a relative, uh, a loved one, you know, someone you're in a relationship with, or just. Well, now you're making me think because when you frame it like that, I have canceled my vulnerability with somebody because they lost my trust. But I'm not saying that they can't rebuild the trust back, but they have to prove that I should trust them again. Okay. No, they should stay canceled. That's a cancel. Cancel is ain't no coming back, right? Cancel ain't got no. Then I haven't canceled. That's gonna yeah, cancel <laughs> is ruthless. Like when people try to cancel you in the world in today's world, like they try to like end you in oh, all yeah. regards. Oh yeah, they do anything to make you irrelevant. That's like I haven't canceled nobody, but if I had chance, opportunity, there'd probably be a few people I would cancel. But just off of just like they do bad business, they just like you know not trustworthy. They don't they don't keep they 
side of the bargain they don't you know what i'm saying they yeah. worry don't mean nothing like i feel like yeah well you know you, you know you know cancel culture is not of god though right well nah. speaking of you know cancel culture is not a new concept because even in the days of pharaoh he was trying to kill all the hebrew boys you know he was trying to cancel a whole generation of god's people he was trying to execute yeah, yeah. no no I mean, i'm sure i mean i can, guess yeah there's there's so many stories in the bible that you can reference you can see in everyday life to this day so i believe it i've been canceled before by a friend i have too and it was like it's really a big miss it was like a big miscommunication but i feel like everybody's on that wave like you're not bringing nothing to the table i'm not getting nothing out of this relationship like deuces and mm. it's unfortunate because you know not everybody everybody brings different things to the table some bring more than others and you just kind of go like by goes back to no judging and you know acceptance and love but um and even till this day like if my friend ever wanted to like be friends again like i would just because I just feel like she probably doesn't know any better and you know it was just a big miscommunication yeah, it's unfortunate though that we're no friend we're not friends anymore because she was actually like one of my closest friends but i yeah. haven't been the bestest friend either like i feel like cancel culture definitely stems from the women i feel like women are really the ones that are powering the cancel culture thing. oh yeah y'all be the ones emotionally quick. driven y'all be quick to cancel block in right. relationship cut off y'all be quick with it Dudes, I mean, I feel like we're a little bit more logical. Like, yeah, if you're doing something crazy, like, off the wall, then, yeah, we're going, like, yeah, you tripping. You need to sit down somewhere. But women, I think, they're like, oh, you didn't text me back for my birthday. You're a cancer. Right. No, for real. <laughs> women, we got to do better. We'll quit faster. Than we got to do better. Sure. Like, you couldn't show up to this and that. Like, come on. Like. Well, that, that stems from men being a little bit more logical and more reasoning. With, with the thought process and women may be a little bit more emotional behind decision making but now you got a lot of dudes who be like women now so they emotional too so i feel like that whole little uh, category is really well, you know the yeah. ones that's really spearheading the cancel culture out here like yeah i mean people in general like let's not just say women and men like it's just people in general like that's because i meet a lot of men too and i just feel like the same thing like or it could yeah. be a part of your past if you've had a lot of rejection from other people that you're used to. It, you could be more prone to cancel people yeah. going yeah. forward. Uh, yeah, one thing we got to remember so Luke chapter 6, verse 7 and 8. Oh, oh. you pulling scripture. You know what I'm <laughs> what is your, this? Love your enemies. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. And pray for those who mistreat you. That's what we got to make sure we stick behind and make sure we don't fall into the deceptions of the world and fall deeply into this world and we gotta make sure we stay prayed up and stayed in this word amen amen that's amen. right all right y'all look at larry pulling out the scriptures man yeah. luke what you say that's the second you scripture remember that. Yeah, boy, i was waiting on that one no stutter <laughs> hey don't disrespect me on here don't, don't disrespect me on here all right rev <laughs> rev and larry yeah so we have our crew spotlight of the week, and it goes to Miss Athena McWhorter. She's a 14-year-old native Texan graduating from Arizona State University this December. Mm -hmm. And her bachelor's degree is going to be in biomedical biological sciences with a minor in global health. 14 wow. years old. 14 Sounds years old. You go, girl. First right. black That homework going to suck. <laughs> no, the youngest black 
person ever to be accepted in medical school, and she's not even going to go. She decided that she, instead of medical school, she wants to pursue her doctorate in research in viral immunology with a focus on infectious diseases. Young, gifted, and black, baby. Love Young, it. Young, gifted, Love and here. black. Sheesh. Wow. That's amazing. Oh, that's I think it's incredible. Years old. What's her name again? Gosh. It's Athena McCarter. Oh, shout out to her. Athena. Shout out to Athena. Alina. I'm sorry. Alina. 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 Shout out to Alina. Alina McCarter. Shout out to Alina. Yes. I think it's amazing that someone so young is not being defined by their accomplishments because that's something we can tend to do. You know, if I was 14 and I was doing all that, I would want to be so prideful and tell everybody. But she's so focused on following her passion and what she wants to do that whatever is driving her to keep helping people or to keep learning is her is is what's driving her to keep pursuing her education and to be so young and know exactly what she want to do. She knew what she wanted to do at five years old. She loves science. Yeah, and there's people out there like that. Yeah, I hope she stays with it, and I hope she doesn't like find some other knucklehead dude that like knocks her off her course, so she's able no. to reach her full potential. I mean, mm -hmm. she's starting off young, but I like, and I also like how whenever I do see like achievements like this at such a young age, that you know, they're not being stopped by just rules or anything that the board has in place. You know, that was created. Who knows when? That they're actually letting these people. Or these kids, you know, further their education because they see that obviously that at their level is just below them. Yeah, and she was told by a black administrator years ago that she wouldn't be able to pass math or something. Like she wouldn't be able to do everything that she's doing now. So I feel like with all the courage that she's had to do what she's doing, that is uncommon. Mm. Yes. Said it best. We want to thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of The Uncommon Crew. Please follow us for more updates. Our exclusive content is available on all of our social media platforms. We're closing out. I am Michaela. I'm sitting here with Sir Larry, J.I. And Josie. Love you guys. Peace. <laughs>